Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, here with Aaron Keller. Also joining us, really on a regular basis at this point, is Outdoor Connection Coordinator, Bobby Jones. And then over the phone, out of Las Vegas, we have Dagmar Galvan. She is the Las Vegas, Nevada Outings Leader for Latino Outdoors. It is great to have you, Dagmar. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Ashley. Of course. And we're, we have you on, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, so we're excited to be promoting it, to celebrate. And we thought, why not get Latino Outdoors on for a podcast, especially because you are, as of now, you're the, the main Nevada representative, right? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys will be looking to expand. So for our audience, could you just kind of give us an overview of what Latino Outdoors is for people who don't know? Okay, yeah. Latino Outdoors is a group that inspires to connect and engage Latino communities in the outdoors to embrace, embrace cultura y familia as part of the outdoor narrative. So we just want to include Latino communities to enjoy nature as a safe and inclusive, welcoming place. Okay. And they have, there's chapters throughout the country, right? Correct. Yeah. There's chapters all throughout the country. Um, trying to think, I can't name like how many we have, but we do have, if we, if you want more information um, on, if you go onto our website for latinoutdoors.org, we have each location posted and you get a bio of each uh, representative that represents Latino outdoors in each state. Got it. And, and it continues to grow. That's awesome. Yes. And which the, the main thing our audience is going to be excited about is now we have one, a chapter here in Nevada, thanks to you. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in the position you're in? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm originally from El Paso, Texas. I was born and raised there. And I did my undergrad degree at Baylor University, and then I ended up at Northern Arizona University for my graduate school, which I concentrated in archaeology. And after I graduated from NAU, I was lucky enough to get a job with the Federal or Forest Service. And I actually worked for the Forest Service in Flagstaff for four, four years. And I just transferred to Las Vegas last year to get a position here with the Bureau of Land Management. Okay. I've been doing archaeology for a little bit. <laughs> Got it. Were I was just going to say, now we know that we have an archaeologist in the room as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, they're like, oh, there's an archaeologist. And I'm like, yeah, there actually are a lot of us, but we do have like small, small communities here and there. But most, I, I meet mostly people from the Southwest that are archaeologists. Got it. So then that job brought you to Nevada. Yes, that and a promotion 
here. <laughs> Very cool. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So then um, have you just always been active in Latino outdoors? Then when you came here to Nevada, you decided to represent Latino outdoors? Um, so actually, I started with Latino outdoors when I was in Flagstaff. Um, this was in 2018. Um, and it was actually my coworker, Stephanie Campos, who also worked for the Coconino National Forest that brought me on as a volunteer. And since that time, I've been active as a outings leader. And most of my, most of what I did for Latino Outdoors was lead a, um, archaeology hikes. So that was all, a lot of fun. But then we also participated in a lot of community events. Um, such as Diversity Day, um, anything pretty much to do with the Forest Service. Latino Outdoors had a presence there um, since uh, the Forest Service did become one of the sponsors for at least Latino Outdoors and Flagstaff. And then I moved to Nevada, and I did take a hiatus from Latino Outdoors um, because I was trying to get used to the work and everything. But now that I've been here for a year, I decided to finally uh, start it up again, and thankfully, one of the incoming volunteers did message me and showed a interest and introduced me to a lot of of his coworkers who are interested as well. Very so, cool. Yeah, so I can't you... take all the credit, but yeah, <laughs> you get you get a good amount of credit. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you been able to get out and explore down there since you've moved to Nevada? Yeah, I have. I did it at the, um, like during the nicer, cooler months. Not when I first, I moved here in August of last year. Actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hot. <laughs> and yeah, that was not the best time to <laughs> to go out. But I have been out to Gold Butte, um, the Red Rock area. And there's actually like some trails like right around where I live. I have no idea what they're called. I just know I live in the road ranch, ranch area. Mm -hmm. And, um, but most of my concentration has actually been on Gold Butte, but that's mostly also because I work there and work there doing, working with some volunteers and, uh, cleaning up some graffiti for rock around rock art. Right. Being new to Nevada and just getting out, um, and about as much as you have, has anything surprised you in comparison to your time spent in, um, Texas or Arizona? Um, to be honest, I had no idea coming in here that there were so many outdoor things to to do. <laughs> I feel so bad, but um, <laughs> don't feel bad. I mean, I've been coming to Las Vegas since I was nine years old, and never have I thought to actually do outdoorsy things until I moved here. I was like, oh, there's actually stuff to do, but of course, we are limited on the amount of times we can go out because of the heat, but. Yeah, there is surprisingly so many things to do. There's a bunch of groups that I've joined on Facebook about hiking that give, that give some uh, recommendations where to go, and it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm surprised, uh, and it's, but I mean, it's very different from coming from like Flagstaff, Arizona, where that's a completely outdoorsy town that you can just walk outside your neighborhood and be on a trail right away. So it was, it was definitely like a different like shock I guess or cultural shock moving from Flagstaff being super outdoorsy you can go anywhere at any time versus coming to Nevada where you can go out but you're also limited in like the amount of time you can go out and when you can come out come on what months can you go out 
Exactly. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there is that uh, misconception of Nevada for people in other states that it's they think Las Vegas in the city, and really there's a ton of and there's a huge state with so much open public land that they don't even realize. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm glad you've got to get out and explore. Um, so, what work have you been doing since you you uh, you said you went on hiatus with Latino Outdoors, but now you're back at it? So, what kind of things have you been working on? Yeah, so um, we are setting up our first event for National Public Lands Day, which takes place on September 25th. And there, we're actually actually going to be working with uh, Get Outdoors Nevada um, in helping out to clean up clean up Sloan Canyon. Um, and we'll also have a booth there so people can sign up on our mailing list and get to know about more events happening around um, Las Vegas for Latino Outdoors. And then we also have another event, which I've been organizing, um, where we'll try, we're going to have a presence or a booth for the Las Vegas Pride Festival, which takes place on October 9th. So that'll be pretty awesome. It'll, it'll be in conjunction with the Bureau of Land Management, but we'll be there. <laughs> and so far, those are the only two events we have set up. Um, hopefully, we have more coming in as we get more volunteers. Um, we are onboarding new volunteers this Thursday, so hopefully these volunteers will make events. And our events can be as diverse as we want them to be. They could be have how to set up a tent or just having a talk with a community or going to a community center. So it can pretty much be any event and hopefully more will come out. <laughs> I'm actually, you said we only have two events, but I'm impressed because those are two big events and you, as you said, you, you kind of just started with Latino outdoors. So I think you're, you're ahead of the game. I think you're doing good. That's exciting. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I feel like I could be doing more, but. Um, how how can anybody I mean is the best way to for somebody to get involved to go to your, the website or should they email you or is there a phone number or how does somebody that's listening get involved um, so the best way I've found for people to kind of get in contact is yeah go to the website and you can like I said earlier you can look in the about us area uh, page or link and it says um, our people and you can look up anywhere the any location or any of the states and for example you press las vegas nevada you'll only see me right now but um, another good way to get in contact is through our facebook and our instagram page um, right now I'm, I'm one of the two people who has um with access to them and um, I'm, i usually answer the direct messages right away or i try to <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that would be the best way. Um, I don't think my email is out in the, in any of our social media, but I'll be sure to add that because I know a lot of people are probably interested and that would be a good. Yeah. I was just thinking as you were kind of rattling off the events and stuff, there might be some people that want to come help out or, you know, get involved. And so streamline that process. We'll put it in the, in the notes of the podcast or something maybe and yep to make it easy for people to find yep yeah for sure yeah but yeah i think social media would be the best way to get in contact since 
it's on, since it's on, their, on everybody's phones. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's so yeah. easy to get a hold of people that way. And Aaron and I can relate to you with the answering messages. It's the two of us, too. And that's a fun, that's a task in itself. So on top of those events, you're also managing a Facebook page and answering all the incoming messages. So kudos to you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, We're actually already out of time for the first half of the show. But we will be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're joined by Dagmar Galvan with Latino Outdoors representing Nevada. She is joining us from Las Vegas over the phone and we were just talking about how she got in her position and all of the great events she's planning. So again, Dagmar, thank you for being here. It's great hearing from you and having you on. Right on. Um, and then we were just going to get right into talking about some of the volunteer opportunities. You said you've been onboarding about six volunteers. How many volunteers do you have currently? Yeah, I I believe like around six volunteers. Um, yeah, it should be six volunteers. Um, um, most of them, I said, are from REI and actually somebody who got interested in volunteering, speaking about social media, she actually did reach out to me through Instagram. And I invited her to join Latino Outdoors. So it's it's pretty easy to become a volunteer for Latino Outdoors. Um, you just you do have to be dedicated um, to having a presence. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, it's not a lot of hard work. Uh, we do try to have work life balance. So I would say maybe dedicating your time to Latino Outdoors at least like one to three hours a week and that can range from just answering emails to planning events um anything that you want to do we are very open to different experiences um such as rock climbing or teaching um young young students how to set up a tent anything you want pretty much that has to do with the outdoors you can do with latino outdoors and you have a great support support system as well. It sounds um, like you guys are looking for those ideas. Like anyone who has ideas and wants to see something, reach out to you and possibly volunteer. And they could be starting a event or program or whatever it might be of their own. Correct. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, you. I mean, you can plan anything. Like I've what I've concentrated before in Latino outdoors is planning a lot of archaeological hikes since that is my specialty. And yeah, they've Latino outdoors has been very supportive and and I think it's it's pretty cool. I it's been one of the most uh, enriching experiences I've had. Yeah. I love that you mix your you're basically exposing other people to what you love in your specialty. What is could you walk us through what those hikes were like that used to do in Flagstaff? Yeah, so for the archaeology archaeology hikes, um, we have 
at least in Flagstaff, there's several archaeological sites like right in town that are not that far away to drive. Um, so we've been to this archaeological site called El Ben Pueblo. And I would just take uh, people around the site and talk about the archaeology. And I do try to focus in giving um, respect to the Native communities that are still present um, in the area. And um, they're still, they're not, <laughs> they didn't disappear or anything. So I try to make sure that people know, like, hey, these, the people who build these, these, um, structures their ancestors or, or their descendants are still here so that's what i really try to emphasize with my, my archaeology archaeology hikes um i've also done some archaeology hikes where i go take people to go see rock art and that's always really fun to see um it's pretty cool and what else have i done i've also um just taken um i don't do it as often because it's to be honest, not my favorite part of archaeology, but there are some historic archaeology hikes that I have done. And um, that in Flagstaff included seeing some historic uh, camps and railroad camps. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much the gist of it. Very cool. Well, I hope we see some of these things in Nevada since you're now here. We've yeah, snagged definitely. you. <laughs> I'd like to do that, especially since we do have a lot of rock art all over the area. Well, outside of like most of the Las Vegas city, but it would be pretty cool. Exactly. And you talk about Las Vegas and how you guys are, um, that's where you're based, but it would be hopefully someday enough people volunteer and you'll have chapters, more chapters across the state. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, trying to spread the word and hopefully get some dedicated volunteers. I know it's sometimes it's hard to balance your professional life, your work with volunteering. I get that, but like I said, it's it's pretty easy. Like only dedicating a few hours a week and then maybe having a event or two a month. Exactly. You can make it whatever you want to make it, basically. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's a it sounds like a yeah. great volunteer opportunity for people who are interested. And in, in speaking yeah, of, especially if you're super flexible. Exactly. I was just going to say, speaking of your professional life as an archaeologist, like working in conservation, kind of what's what's your story of um, wanting to be in a profession where you were in the outdoors? And uh, did it start as a kid, or um, was it something you grew up with? I know we were talking a little bit of it over break, but um, you know everybody has a good story, and I just wanted to hear what yours was. Yeah, definitely. So I am actually part of some, well, I can't speak for all Latinos, of course, but my family definitely was never into the outdoors. I think I went camping once when I was like maybe five. I don't even remember. (laughs) But yeah, my family was never fond of the outdoors and actually still isn't, surprisingly, even though I've been working as an archaeologist for a while. Um, so yeah, to be honest, I didn't really start enjoy enjoying the outdoors till maybe until I got to college. Hmm. And then once I moved to Flagstaff, I mean, that's where everything changed. I mean, it's kind of hard not to be in the outdoors in Flagstaff. And yeah, I, I really enjoyed hiking and camping. Um, and I actually got my fiance into it, <laughs> into camp- camping and hiking. So that was always fun, but yeah, it's not something that I grew up with, and but now that I've really come to appreciate it, and 
becoming an archaeologist has also allowed me to be out more and enjoy more of the wilderness or any public lands. And I mean, I can't complain. I do get paid to hike, so <laughs> that's yeah. always fun to say. <laughs> can't complain <laughs> about do. that, huh? Yeah. How how important is it to to see people like yourself in these professions? Like, if if you're a little kid. Uh, to growing up and they, they maybe don't spend as much time outdoors. How important is it for you to spread that message um, through Latino outdoors? I think it's a very important message. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I growing up, I can't think of any time that I saw anybody in the outdoors profession, even like when I first started getting into it, like in Flagstaff, um, I rarely saw anybody of color, be in the outdoors profession. I mean, yeah, granted that Flagstaff is not as diverse as, say, Las Vegas, but um, yeah, I think it's very important. I mean, I hopefully inspire some little kids at some point in their lives to be like, oh, I remember this archaeologist that came to talk to me about the outdoors, and hopefully they'll be interested in archaeology or just even hikes or anything. So I, I think it's a good educational moment for anybody like hey like i'm glad to see someone who looks like me as well especially um most people don't realize that i am latina because of my first name they're like what is that (laughs) (laughs) i I love your name it's very unique yeah first name so it's always nice to shock people (laughs) (laughs) i love it and then i kept wanting to call you for some reason when we email back and forth it comes up as your initials dj or dg but i keep kept wanting to call you dj to i could be like we have dj on today (laughs) but i like and then i'd be like no it's dagmar anyway (laughs) stupid story but um i also love how you you just own that you haven't always been involved in the outdoors and it's really cool to hear from someone who now that's a big passion of theirs and she's actively yeah. recruiting an, an, and an actively recruiting for, yes for that so it's awesome yeah like you yeah, said no, definitely um i try to make a difference i mean i know i keep talking about archaeology but i i feel like i intertwine archaeology and nothing outdoors together but it is it has been very important to me to have a presence in these public areas because yeah a lot of times you go outside and you don't see people of color in public public lands exactly (laughs) very important stuff i was just gonna say um you know would you you know being in las vegas even though you haven't been there very long um any of the places that you've been that you would encourage people to go visit or or just take advantage of i know you said that uh there's there's a lot of opportunities to get outdoors that you didn't think of, and we're actually closing in on the end of the summer, so things might be opening up quite a bit down there. Yeah, um, the place that I can highly recommend is uh, Gold Butte. I, I really enjoy going out there. It's so beautiful, and there's so many things to see. It is a bit of a drive, of course, but if you can make the drive, highly recommend it. Um, I would also... Um, recommend red rock canyon that is in the city you can drive to that one um and it's beautiful out there it is full of people i will say that and i think they might be restarting their permit um yeah their permit bases where you have to buy or not permit bases um i think like i think you have to do reservations at Mm. some point to actually go in 
when it gets really packed. Right now you don't because it's summer months, but just be aware that if you want to go visit Rockwell Canyon during the cooler months, you probably will need a reservation to go in. And it gets pretty packed, so. But another great place to go. And um, I actually haven't been to the Valley of Fire yet, but I've been told a lot of times that it's also a really nice place to visit, so. As she keeps talking, I keep thinking that we need to tie you in with our staff our wildlife education folks down in las vegas they have so many cool hikes and things to go see and i think you guys are gonna be great partners and and they're great staff down there and they're gonna they're gonna be able to show you a bunch of stuff but then also kind of use your knowledge of archaeology to make our programs and our nature hikes and stuff like that so much better um yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Please. <laughs> I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I, I might be working as an archaeologist, but it doesn't mean that I'm out in the field all the time. So I don't know a lot of these areas, and I should get to know them. But hopefully this this uh, these cooler cooler months I'll go out more. Yeah, we're going to introduce you to some awesome people down there, and you guys will have a great time. Yep. So keep an yeah. eye out for uh, – Anybody listening, keep an eye out for a whole new list of events and nature yeah, walks. Yeah, just wait and see. Reintroducing <laughs> people to the same places, but kind of taking a different spin on it. Yeah. be kind of cool. That would be. We're All the ideas are already, we're sitting here just thinking of ideas of things we could do with you. So we're so glad that we had you on and hopefully we could continue this partnership in promoting each other and working together, moving on into the future. So Dagmar, one more time, can you tell people if they're interested in volunteering, head to your social media page, you said? Yes, please head, uh, head to our social media page. Uh, for Facebook, it's Latino Outdoors Las Vegas. And uh, for Instagram, our tag is at LO underscore Las Vegas. Perfect. Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk with us. It was great to have you. Yeah, no, thank you so much for inviting me on this. This was amazing. Of course, and thank you everyone for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.